Our eyes are on you. Our focus is on you, Lord. We welcome you here, Jesus. yourself with Jesus to let him become the king of your heart. Let the king of my heart be the mountain where I run, the fountain I drink from, oh he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide, the ransom for my life. Oh, he is my song, and you are good, you're good, oh, and you are good, so good, oh, and you are good, you're good, oh, and you are good, so good, the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails the anchor in the waves oh he is my song let the king of my heart be the fire inside my veins the echo of my days oh he is my song because you are good you're good oh you are good so good oh you are good you're good oh you are good so good oh you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down and you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down and you're never gonna let 
You're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. And you're never gonna let. You're never gonna let me down And you're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down Cause you are good You're good Oh Cause you are good You're good Oh And you are good So good
You have led me through the fire And in darkest night You were close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Isn't that true? Yeah? Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God goodness is running after it's running after me your goodness is running after it's running after me with my life laid down I surrender now I give you everything cause your goodness is running after it's running after me your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God Amen. Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God, I will sing of the goodness of God. Hello, there we go. Good morning, gathering place. Come on now, good morning, gathering place. There it is. Now, that's about the 75th time we've said that word this morning. Do you know why? Because God's trying to tell you something. He's trying to tell you that he is good to you, even better than you can be to yourself or people in your life can be to you. And it never wavers. It's good, period. It's good, 
period. It's not good semicolon or good comma or good conjunction. No, it's good period, right? So really get a hold of that this morning. He's better than we can be to ourselves. He's better than the person you feel loves you the most can be to you. And it will always be right there next to you in the darkest time that you could ever be facing. Like the song just said, it's chasing after you. It doesn't grow tired. It doesn't get stagnant. It doesn't need a water break. It doesn't need a timeout. It's always good, period, right? So that's why I say good morning. Take that with you when you leave. It's good, 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 right? Well, we're glad that you're here. Are you glad that you're here? I could be glad for you all day long, but if you're not glad that you're here, well, then come see me after we'll talk. <laughs> no, but if there's any first-time visitors here, we welcome you. You could have been anywhere this morning and you chose to be here with us. So welcome to the fam, right? Everybody say good morning, fam. Good morning, fam. <laughs> uh, well, it's announcement time, and y'all know what that means. Get excited. Get involved because the best is yet to come. Please pay attention to the video and Alexis is going to go over all the good things going on around here that you need to be a part of, right? Right. Wasn't our last Revival Weekend amazing? Good morning, and thank you for joining us at the Gathering Place. My name is Alexis. Today is Sunday, May 2nd, and these are your morning announcements. Join us for First Wednesday this Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for midweek service. Wasn't our last Revival Weekend amazing? Well, you are not going to want to miss our next one. It's only three weeks away. Join us May 21st at 7 p.m. and May 22nd at 10 a.m. Our special guest is Lydia Stanley Morrow, and we are going to have a great time. Would you like to become part of the growing TGP Revival family? Join Pastors John and Jeff on May 23rd for our next Steps class. That's all I have for you guys this week. Make sure y'all stay connected on Facebook and Instagram at TGP Mid-County. Good morning. You know, there's a saying that says, um, tell me if any of y'all remember this, good, better, best, never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. That means best is always like improving upon, but you can walk in your best right now and you never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. So the best is yet to come, yes, but we're walking in best right now. That's why it's exciting and we want you to be a part of it. We don't want you to miss it because our good is better and our better is best and we will never, ever give up on that. Amen? So we're going to give you uh, a chance to give this morning if you feel led, you know, to sow into what's going on around here. It's physically impossible to reap what you do not sow. That's just life 101. And um, if you're believing God for something this morning, if you're looking for a sense of purpose and belonging and ownership, and like we spoke about family, that dynamic, Give a little bit this morning. Watch what God does for you. The Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you want to belong to something, give to something. Sow with a purpose. Get involved with a purpose. And he will reveal his purpose to you. I really believe that. So um, you can do that online at tgp.church backslash or forward slash. I'm not sure it's a slash. <laughs> give. Or you can text to give at 
888-888-8142. Or, Lord Jesus, you can go old school and give right here, right now, in front of the Lord, and just take it as an opportunity to love on him and what's going on around here, the work he's doing in each and every one of us. Sow your treasure there. Watch how he moves in your heart to give you a sense of ownership. Amen? So we're going to pray. And then, um, hey, good job, praise team, this morning. I was trying to come up with some cute kind of name like Angie and the Ronettes or something like that. So I came up, wait, wait for it. I came, I came up with Angie and the Frankenbeans. Get it? The Frankenbeans. Come on, somebody. <laughs> no, but good job. You know, Pastor's not here today, and we wish him well in Arizona that he's getting downloaded to, imparted to, so he can come back and impart to us. Not so that we, we don't do it ourselves, but so that we can walk alongside him for the work that's being done here. So we miss him. We love him. We wish him well. And it takes a village. Like, he's not here. Pastor Jeff's going to speak. Angie led worship. I'm doing my part. You're doing your part. It takes a village. Pastor cannot bear that load by himself. And I think it goes to um, bring some reality to that principle this morning that he's not here and we still got to keep, got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. And it takes everybody, Carla, everybody takes everybody. Amen. So let's pray real quick. If you, I'm sorry, if you need an offering envelope, you can raise your hand and, um, brother Scott will get that to you. And then, um, the bucket will be here this morning during Angie's beautiful song. This girl can sing, right? Sang. That means it's got some sauce on it. <laughs> Dear Lord, we come to you this morning and we thank you for our time together as friends, God, as fellow believers, and more importantly, as family. And we choose this opportunity right now, Jesus, to sow into this family because our heart is here. Our love is here. Our intentions are here. Our purpose is here. And what we give, our heart follows. So I thank you for every giver represented here this morning, every household, every family. God, just encourage them. Encourage them this morning that you are good to them. You want what's best for them. We are walking in fulfillment. We are walking in purpose. And our giving is part of that. Bless this offering above God, just multiply it right before everybody's eyes. Blow some minds, Jesus. And we praise you and we thank you for this opportunity that we've come together to worship you on this Sunday morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I know you guys have heard this song before, but man, it's where our hearts need to be all the time. When we put everything aside and we focus purely on Him, it doesn't matter about who's singing, it doesn't matter about who's talking. Just get caught up in the presence of the Lord. So that's why I wanted to do this one again, is that it's not that it's new, it's just it's just meaningful for this moment right now. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Caught up in this holy moment, I never want to leave. Oh, I'm not here for blessings, because Jesus, you don't owe me anything. 
sorry when I've just gone through the motions I'm sorry when I just sang another song so take me back to where we started and I open up my heart to you and I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda I'm sorry when I forgot that you're enough so take me back to where we started and I open up my heart to you I'm caught up in your presence Jesus and I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh, I'm not here for blessings Cause Jesus, you don't owe me just want you and nothing else and nothing else nothing else will do I just want you and nothing else and nothing else nothing else will do I just want Nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, and nothing else, and nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, and nothing else, Jesus, and nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. And nothing else. And nothing else. Nothing else will do. Your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh, I'm not here for blessings Cause Jesus, you don't know 
thank you, Angie, and the worship team for for uh, leading us into worship today. Pastor John's in Arizona, and I'm here. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was that? What song was that? Do we know? Let's sing that. Can you unmute channel 15, uh, 13, please? We're just going to worship a little bit more, guys. Free at last, he has ransomed me. His grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me. Who the Son sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Oh, I am who you say I am. Who the sun sets free. Oh, it's free child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, 
not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. You said not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Oh, I am who you say I am. Yes, I am who you say I am. The sun sets free. Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. We are child of God. That's who we are. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, hey, Josh. Josh Bean, <laughs> can you um, hit main? Uh, there's a it's orange. The orange button it's on it's on the right side. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, I'm ch I'm changing mics. Well, here we are. Here we are. Welcome to Gathering Place, everybody. I'm Pastor Jeff. Pastor John is in Arizona at Fresh Start Church this morning and um, doing what he does there. Man, these lights are bright, y'all. I can barely see y'all. We we have some issues with these lights, y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. So let's move this baby up. Maybe I can get out of it a little bit. I like it's brighter. Shoot. Well, it is what it is. I can barely see y'all. Like I see. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, let's grab our Bibles. I honestly have no idea what I'm fixing to do. Um, I, I have something to share this morning, and um, it took me an hour and a half to get to church this morning. And um, some things I forgot, you know, at the house and at the shop. And, uh, it took me forever to get here. And I think some of us who came to church today fought some, some devils to get here. And... Um, so if everybody can, can get off your phones for a minute, I want to talk, um, I mean that politely, but um, I have a word that I, I want to share. It, 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 it's going to be nice, um, but for some reason, I feel, feel like there's something in the atmosphere that um, maybe there's a fence in the atmosphere or some, there's something in the atmosphere that I sense. Um, and I don't know what it is just yet, but um, there's, there's a few... There's a few scriptures that I want to uh, share with y'all today. Um, so let's turn to Psalms, the 23rd chapter. Everybody knows it. You probably could quote it, I'm sure. Um, but we're going to read it together as a family. I, um, I believe in unity. I believe that um, we need to be unified and um, all that stuff. And then we're going to go to John 15. And um, I don't like it when pastors or preachers or folks who read the entire chapter of the of a book 
But guess what we're going to do today? We're going to read the entire chapter of John 15. Um, you know, something I said I would never do. I'm going to do. So that's what we're going to do today. And um, so I'm going to share from my heart this morning. Um, I'm going to share some, some, uh, some, some, some things that I've been through past few years and you're going to love it. Okay. So Psalms 23, say you got it when you got it. If you don't got it, say I don't got it. <laughs> you ever, you ever, uh, ever been in church and you, uh, the pastor says, turn to Malachi, you know, in my self, I'm thinking, Did he, is it Micah? Did he say Micah or Malachi? And I'm looking for Micah in the Bible. Where's Micah? You know, I, I can never find Malachi. It's there somewhere. Well, anyway, all right. Never read my, yeah. So it is what it is. All right. Psalms 23. The scriptures is, um, it's a familiar to all of us. Uh, you can probably quote it. Like I said earlier, um, something that you probably learned in vacation Bible school or, um, Sunday school. If, if you went through that when you were a child, um, in the scripture, David, the Psalmist, David, um, shares his revelation of his relationship with God um, and it's based upon his own experience you know um, say my own experience my own experience based upon his own experience that's what Thomas David Thomas David is going to share with us one of the things that makes God so amazing is that he comes to you on your own level your own level you know um, uh, you don't have to come from a religious background or uh, or tradition or uh, for God to reveal himself to you. You can be in the bar. All of a sudden, somebody walks up to you and says, Jesus loves you. You know, you don't have to be in church for that. You know, you can be in Sonic, getting a sweet tea. And you tell the little, little fella or the little girl, Jesus loves you. And that could mess her up. Because Jesus loves her, whether she's saved, unsaved, what it doesn't matter. God loves her. You know, um, God can reveal Himself through a rock or a piece of bread. Because God is the rock of ages, and He's the bread of heaven. You know, um, He can reveal Himself through something that you do understand, and use what you do understand to reveal something you don't understand. I could be working on a website, don't know what the heck I'm doing, you know. And God, you know, gave us YouTube, praise the Lord. Put up YouTube and uh, pull up exactly how to fix this, you know. We have a new house, Angie and I, and, um, you know, when it comes to fixing the pool, YouTube, you know. How do you fix this thing? I don't know. You know, I can barely swim, much less fix the pool. I think what God wants to do today in our life is um, reveal himself more clearly. Um, how many know we need more of him than uh, than we've ever needed him in a long time? Amen. And when I, we need him, we just not, we don't want, we don't just want him, we need him. You know, everything's going on in this day and age. We need the Lord, we need the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. Um, Psalms 23, are we there yet? So we're going to read it. We're going to read it together in harmony. So y'all ready? Okay, here we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, my rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of our life. So let's go back to verse 2. This caught my eye uh, late last night, early this morning. It says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth he leads me beside the still waters. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. And he leads me beside the still waters. Today I want to talk about green pastures and still waters. I believe God wants to put you in a place of green pastures and still waters. I think he wants us to live a life of holiness, you know, of love, transparency, um, I'm still feeling some kind of way, so y'all bear with me. Um, so, he doesn't want you to live in confusion. He doesn't want you to live in, 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 in um, lack. He doesn't want you to live in, um, he doesn't want you to strive for everything. God doesn't want you to work for everything. God wants to be able to bless you. Get out of his way. You know, let him bless you. Let him do, do what he wants to do in your life. Um, so today I want to talk about green pastures and still waters. I believe God wants to put you in a place of green pastures and still waters. You know, still waters, the ocean, the current, the ocean always is, is moving. But imagine with me the water still. You don't hear it. It's just soothing. It's comforting your soul. You know, imagine um, the green pasture. It's green. It's full of life. It's, there's nothing dead in it. You know, um, imagine that. Imagine laying there and uh, and uh, focusing on your plans, your dreams, your wants, your needs, your new house, your new Ferrari. You know, whatever you want, focus on that. Focus on what the Lord has promised you, your business, you know, all that. And just lay there and wait on them. You know, we get so busy in life. And um, we forget that God is, you know, we get ahead of God sometimes. You know, we get ahead of God and he's back here trying to get, catch up, but you're running way too fast. You know, you're trying to get all this stuff done. But what if we just slowed down for a minute and just chilled, laid in green pastures beside the still water and enjoyed ourselves, suntan for a little bit with God? You know, what if we just did that and just paused? our life just for a month or two to God it's just me and you man and we 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 uh went through a pandemic we we all should have just paused our life because everything was paused anyways we went through a pandemic and some of us were so busy during the pandemic we couldn't even rest during the pandemic I took a vacation my shop was closed nothing was going on so I rested in the Lord you know and um 
I use that time to, to reset, to recalibrate, you know, because I, I believe that's what God was saying. Everything else is shut down. Let me shut down. Let's go, go to church. Seek God harder and stronger and, and uh, focus on him. So, so he wants us to in a place of green pastures and still waters, not hurricanes, tornadoes, or turbulence of any kind. He wants to put you in a place of green pastures and still waters. There may be chaos all around, but he wants your heart centered by the still waters and the green pastures. This morning, I want to ask you a question. It's very simple. It's how does your garden grow? How does your garden grow? How does your, how does your garden and your soul grow? Do you feed it the scripture? Do you worship on your own time? Do you wake up in the morning and say, God, good morning, here we are. What do you have for me today? I know this is elementary. But I came today to tell you, God wants more out of you. He wants to give you more. He wants more out of you than ever before. His promises are yes and amen. He wants to bless you. Um, so I believe today, uh, the moral of, of today is he wants us to be more intimate with him at our homes, you know, at work. You can play work, you can possibly play worship music in your in your in your office if you can't. Sing, hum, hum something. He walks with you and he talks with you every day. You could be cussing somebody out, and he's still right there by you. He loves you. And um, so, how does your garden grow? Many years ago, um, I felt like I was on top of the world. And uh, you know, you go through stuff, but you go through it for a purpose. So, I learned way back that when you pause your life just to meet with him, everything changes. It's that easy. And uh, this morning we had a lot of issues. It took me an hour and a half to get to church. My message today is, how does your garden grow? Well, today, my garden wasn't growing. I couldn't even get to church. I had to go to the shop. I had to go to the house four times. Kept forgetting stuff. And um, because I didn't say, you know what, wait a minute. I need to pause real quick and focus on him. You know? So, uh, how does your garden grow? Are you, are you going so fast with life? You just, you know, doing what you do. You know, I, I was so busy years ago. I wasn't growing at all. I was sitting back there working every Sunday, every Wednesday, not growing, not talking to anybody, because I'm just focused. I had zero help. Finally, Josh came to the church. Thank you, Jesus. Josh helped me. You know, Brandon is now back there. You know, and um, so 
but it, 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 what I've gone through has allowed me to grow. And, um, you know, I always had this feeling, you know, of, you know, I'm, I'm a big shot. I am, I am the man. And, uh, and, you know, I have some huge connections in my life, you know, and I know people and they know me. It's freaking awesome. You know, I can, I can make just about everything happen in your life with favors and I can do it. I can, I could have done a lot of stuff a few years ago. I, and I knew I was a man's man. I was cool. I can go fishing with you. I can't build a thing, but I can act like it. <laughs> I got my first toolbox yesterday. <laughs> I got some uh, some screwdrivers and some nuts. No, they're not unpacked yet, but but I can I can unpack a box though. I can unpack a package. Yeah, we still got thirty minutes, so I'm just chilling. Um, not twelve yet. So I thought I could I can do just about anything. You know, I I could. And um I was so concerned for everyone, did everything and made sure everyone else was taken care of. That's all I did. Y'all remember that? That's all I did. I But one day in June of twenty nineteen. I asked a question. I said, when is it my turn? I do everything for everybody. When is it my turn? And uh, what about me? Shoot, I get nothing out of helping anybody. I'll do anything for you. You know? And uh, that's how I thought. I can get some jewels in my crown. Heck yeah. I won't see that until I go up to up there when I see Jesus. But so I finally realized through all of that, I need to invest in myself. Have you ever asked, asked the question, what about me? What do I get out of this? I own a business. I don't get anything out of it. What, what do I get out of this? You know, what do, so I never had a had a chance in my life to figure out what I wanted. You know, I could run for office, do all this stuff, which I did. Help people, which I did. But what is the purpose if I'm if I'm still unhappy? You know, I mean, come on, you know. So, in that time. The Lord was trying to show me, hey, idiot, slow down. Hey, dummy, slow down. So how does your arm, your, how does your garden grow? The enemy loves to get people so dang busy and distracted that the filter, your filter is tainted by your works. The works we, it's tainted, filter is tainted by the works we do and the trophies we earn or we get. You know, works and trophies. That's all, you know, in the world, that's that's what we live for. You know, works, trophies, let's get a pay raise. I get more accolades, yada, yada, yada. But how do we use that for, for, for the Lord? 
are you reaching reaching your community your sphere of influence at work for the lord you know i know sometimes it's uncomfortable i know that but you know can someone go to you and say hey can you pray for me just just say something pray for me I, I mean, jesus loves you you know um you know, for many years, I made sure everyone else had a garden. And uh, made sure it was taken care of. It looked good. I love mowing grass, by the way, y'all. That is my new favorite hobby. Y'all, I, we bought this house in April. I had mowed that grass like four times. That And that yard is like that big. <laughs> no, there's no yard to it. It's, but it's fun. So, I kept my heart so busy striving to do great for people but while i was tending to those extra little honeydews you know to stroke my ego and all that stuff my own garden was run over with weeds and dead stuff um, my heart was callous and didn't really feel anything didn't really care <laughs> you know i'm a dude we don't cry yeah. um So John 15, you know, I love that verse. That, um, now, now we're still talking about, just let's go back. Just go back. Verse 2 said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and leads me beside the still waters. Okay. He's talking about peace. Peace. You know, he's not talking about riots. You know, he's talking about peace. And um, so John 15 um, I didn't really want to read the whole thing, and and I printed the Passion translation. I I don't know if I like those that yet, but our, this is the Message Bible uh, translation, and it says, "I'm the real. I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. Farmer, well, my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes." And every branch that is great bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. This is Jesus talking um, to his disciples, I think. Um, verse 4 says, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. Did you know he just made his home in you. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, by only, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. You can't bear fruit unless you're joined with me. That is really cool. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Uh, did I read that already? No. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me and I, and I with you, the relation in intimate and organic. The relation intimate and organic. The relation between them, intimate and organic. Real and close. A real relationship, organic. Uh, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated. You can't produce the thing. So where there's division and strife, 
and ugliness, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourselves a, at home with me, but if you make yourselves at home with me, and in my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. Verse 9 and 10, verse 9 says, I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Jesus loves us how his father loved him. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. Guys, it's okay to be intimate with the father. It's okay. It doesn't make you, you know, that feeling. It doesn't make you like that at all. You have to be intimate with the father. Um, so, so if you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. Verse 11. Um, I love this. It says, I've told you these things for a purpose. So he said all of that. Verse 1 to verse 10, he says, I've told you these things for a purpose that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly mature. He says, this is my command. Love one another the way I loved you. Jesus telling his disciples, love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. He says, I'm no longer calling you, you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends. Because I've let, I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. Verse 16, you, it says, you didn't choose me. Remember, I chose you. Jesus chose all of you for a purpose to live out his plans, his commandments, to follow the word, to do what he says. It says, you didn't choose me. I remember I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit fruit that won't spoil as fruit bearers as fruit bearers whatever you ask the father in relation to me he gives you but remember the root command love one another you know um i've always had the uh i've always had the uh the thought that church that church is for everybody, you know. Sometimes I used to judge folks like, oh, yeah, I don't know about him, I don't know about her, you know. You know, I, I used to sometimes I thought maybe I, I need to seek the Lord to be able to, um, or, or live a more holy than life to be able to do better things for the Lord. You know, but 
yeah, we need to, we do need to live a holy life. Absolutely. But, but can someone serve the Lord if they're cussing a little? Can someone still, you know, can, can we love them through their mess? Is that something we can do? Does the Bible say, does the Bible say love one another? Does it say, you know, does it say that? Did we just say, did we just read it? So, why is it then, why is it then in the past when I went to church and when I was right getting raised in the word and in the church, you have to play the part of, you know, look, oh, I got my, I got it. I'm good. But I was calloused. My heart was hard. You know? So I have a few things that Pastor John told me today. Um, I'm going to read them to you because it's, it's pretty good. He he uh, he was preaching today. He said, religion kills, revival fills. And I can't believe where in the world is everybody. I guess they knew I was, I was going to talk today. Religion kills, revival fills. Okay, that's cool. I like that. The t-shirt. Revival says more, religion says less. I don't want religion. I don't want to come to church, sing two songs. I want to sing five or six or seven or ten. No, I, I don't care anymore what time we leave. I don't. If you're hungry, maybe we'll can bring a restaurant, put it out here, and have them feed us tacos or something. You know, But, you know, it, it doesn't... I, I, I'm stirred a little bit because it's like, you know, we've done church for so long, we've done religion for so long, that there's more to church. We, there's not one visitor here, not one guest here, y'all. And, you know, I know we live a busy life. But I think it's time we start getting in the community and doing stuff. I think it's time. I think it's time we start living a life of love instead of a, of judge judgment judgmentalness, if that's a word. I think it's time we start truly doing what God said is love one another. Whether they're in the bar, whether they're doing what they do, love one another. You know, and you know there was um, my my wife, my soon to be wife. Uh, yeah, I want to, I want to share with you something. This is, this is just an example of how, um, hardened my heart was. So in, in the lovey dubby month of February, she left me some notes in my bathroom and it's little sticky notes, you know, post-it notes. And she put me some, some things on there and says, said, you're a strong man of God. He said, don't forget you're amazing, and thank you for being you. So, you know, I saw that, right? I had to go use the restroom, so I saw that. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> I said, uh, you're right, I am strong. And uh, I said, I, I agree with you, I'm pretty, I am amazing. I am amazing. I know, right? But this is surely my reaction, y'all. Surely my reaction. 
So it says, thank you for being you. You know what I said? You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I said, y'all. I knew those things, but I didn't really know those things. You know what I mean? And uh, That's what happens when your heart's hard. You don't comprehend a thing. You're so hard and, you, and, and you're so like, I know, I know. What else? I mean, I know. You are so callous. Your heart is so hard. hard. Your heart is so hard. You don't even know. I don't even know what she was trying to tell me. No clue. You know, that's this is what it is. And I'm sharing y'all with this because you got to understand. Look at look at your own garden. Are you are you if are you identifying anything in your heart? You know, is my heart callous? Am I? Do I do I? hear or do I listen you know do I comprehend what my boss is truly saying or my wife or my husband or my girlfriend or am I just responding you know how does your garden grow I mean are you are you intimate with God are you are you trying are you living life of um, love true love um, you know, I was so busy with life, church, relationships, family, business, politics, that I couldn't understand how those three things that, that I just read were even remotely true. I agreed with it, but I didn't fully understand it. I was so busy that the filter I was looking through didn't allow comprehension. Comprehension. And that's, that's half the reason why people get divorced. It, 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 it of course, it takes two, but for the guys, for for me, I would have been divorced three or four times if I didn't get the comprehension of, wait a minute, I need to pause my life, slow down, and listen to what the Lord's trying to say. You know, it's, it is that easy. It is that easy. Spend time with the Lord and hear what he's trying to say. So, how does your garden grow? You know, John 5, 15, 1 through, uh, so it says, John 15, it says 1 through 3, but I don't know. It says, I am the real vine, and I'm and my father's a farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. I wasn't bearing any fruit. I don't even like grapes unless they're, they're the cotton candy grapes. And then, I, heck, I didn't even know they made cotton candy grapes. Like, how do you do that? And so the only way you can get your garden cleaned up is first with repentance. And then if you have ought against someone, ask for their forgiveness. Like actually go up to them and be a man or a woman and say, I, I hated you since you were born. But please forgive me. Please forgive me. It's that easy. It is. And, um, once repentance and forgiveness takes place, the pruning and watering begins. God is saying that it's time to awaken your soul. It's time to forgive, repent, and allow your own garden to be watered and cared for. Don't worry about your neighbor. Worry about yourself. Jesus said, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. 
in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I think it's time to renew our intimacy with God. You know, it's time to stop being so busy. Renew it. Let's let's chase after him. He wants us to chase after him, pursue him. Um, I love that Jesus said, live in me. Live in me. Live in me. There's... Um, So, verse 9 and 10 says, I've loved you the way my Father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. At home in my love. At home in my love. Um, Give me a minute. Let me um, just see if I like this. So, how does your garden grow? God wants us to be lie down in green pastures. He wants us by the still water. He wants us to live in peace, not in pieces. He wants us. He wants us to to uh, love our neighbor. I know this is elementary, folks, but I just feel like there's something that needs to be. This needs to be said to somebody or multiple folks. We have to love people through their mess. Um, if you know we're crying out for revival, but we gotta fix ourselves first. We we you know John's in Pastor John, excuse me, is is in Phoenix at, at Start at Fresh Start Church, and they're experiencing powerful move of God. You know it's great, it's great, it's fun. Um, but they contended for it, they pursued it. It it is their life. It's what they do. And they, you know how they started it? An in intercession. It was all birthed in prayer. It wasn't birthed singing a song, preaching a message. It was birthed in prayer at your home, praying. You, I am revival. You are revival. You, you pray. And then you come to church, and guess what? You've already, you're already prayed up. You can enter in right then. Walk in that door, enter in, bam. That's how we're, because why? Church, in my opinion, it's for the unbeliever. You, they come in here, they experience the love. And the, they can experience the love in the parking lot, down the road. Like I'm just trying to find where this is, where the feeling is, you know. Um, so we can do this at home. We don't gotta get here and and, and okay. Now I gotta pray because I didn't pray for two weeks. Now I gotta pray. It's a lifestyle. It's it's part of what we do as a Christian, as a believer, not just that, as a neighbor who loves neighbors. That's who we are. If 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 we can't love Joe Blow on the street, then we might as well close up. If 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 we can't let someone come to church and and want to be a greeter because whatever, ten but two, whatever they happened in the past, then why are we here? Who said we have to clean the fish before they get in the church? Who made that rule? You know, I mean, that's, but that's how I was taught in vacation Bible school. And, you know, make sure you 
No, man. Let's invite everybody to church. I don't care. Let's pack this place out. Who, you know, who cares? They have tattoos. They don't have tattoos. You know, who cares? You know? So before Pastor Jacob comes, I, I, I just want to say, how does your garden grow? So when you go go, go home, you know, and laying in bed after your three o'clock nap, think about it. How is it growing? Three o'clock nap is something. It does things to you you'll never believe. I promise. Just take one. How does your garden grow? You know, you know during during COVID, we um, uh, it's the other thing, COVID. But I don't like saying the word. But during COVID, you know, we struggled a lot at the shop in our business, and didn't we were open for like four or five months. Didn't know what we were gonna do, you know, and and uh, but it allowed us time to reset, you know, and I thank God for it. You know, some of us didn't reset. Some of us just said, dang, when, when, you know, there's businesses that closed, you know? And um, so it's, we took the time in our business and said, how does our garden grow in our business? How is it, how are we going to come out of this thing better than, than we were, you know? And, and we, and, and, and we are better off now, you know? Um, but how does your garden grow, you know? Continue to water your seeds daily. Read the word. And, um, you know, love your neighbor. You know, love the person on the side of the road who's begging you for money. You know, I, I, I haven't lately, but I used to carry cash in my in my truck. Um, uh, I don't have cash now because we spent money on furniture. But, <laughs> uh, so, I used to have cash, and I, and I would always give a $20 bill to one of the people that needs money or wants food. And um, I did it because, well, what if it was me on the side of the road? <laughs> what if it was my brother or one of y'all? I would want to help. I would want to make sure that my brother and sister in Christ and is taken care of, you know? So um, how does your garden grow? If you have issues with somebody, go talk to them. Family member, it doesn't matter. Let's get over <clears throat> the ought in our life that's even a word i don't even know where it came from let's get over let's get over us I think that's it let's get let's just get over us and our opinions and allow god to move in our life and uh uh yeah how did your card grow yeah so uh that's what i have i don't know if it made any sense but it made sense to me. It's where I've been. It's where I where I came from. It's where I am. To, it's it's who I am today. So um, we'll have T-shirts in the back at my product table. Says, "How do your garden grow?" And uh, uh, Pastor Jacob is going to come let's, up now. Let's give and, it up. Um, and uh, and yes. pray for us and and uh, all that. So I, I asked him. Go ahead. Let's give it up for Pastor Jeff, y'all. So I asked Pastor Jacob to. Um, he shared something on Wednesday night that I remember getting triggered by. Um, he triggered me Wednesday night. I thought, I said, I wrote a message. I don't know where I wrote it, but I know I did a few years ago. And I started looking at it. Uh, what is today? Sunday? Thursday or Thursday or Friday. I didn't have any time today to prepare. So um, so I, about last night we said, you, I texted and said, you triggered me. You said something. Um, so I want you to try to remember what you said and repeat it. 
and I don't know if you remember, but it was something about striving and something. So that's, we got to stop striving. we got to follow the cloud. Let the Lord guide you. Let him tell you where to go, what to do, how to do it. Uh, anyway, Pastor Jake, it's all yours. Amen. Let's give it up for Pastor Jeff again, y'all. Such a great message. And uh, like he said, if y'all would just please stand with me. And we're going to end out uh, this morning. Obviously, the altars are always open, guys. Y'all know that. The presence of the Lord is here. And the wonderful thing is, like I shared Wednesday, was that this phrase that, that always pops in my mind, thrive, not strive. Thrive, not strive. You know, when we plant uh, uh, plants and stuff, we want them to thrive. We want them to live. But also at the same time, it's so much easier if those plants would just grow if we didn't have to water them and, and do the work and, and, and toil up the ground that we have to, right? But you do have to do that. You have to work on it sometimes. But what's beautiful about the Lord is that you don't have to do one thing. That you can thrive in the presence of the Lord. That we can thrive in this kingdom, in this world, without striving. Without having to be a cookie-cutter, perfect person. Right? And how do we do that? We give it all to him. But as Pastor Jeff said, like he was saying this morning, we have to... Every day, every morning, say, Father God, how is my garden? God, I need you to till up the ground within me, Father. Till up that fallow ground within me, God. God, the things that I don't see, Father, till it up, God. Break it up. Mess it up. Make it soft, God. Yes. God, so that you can place your seeds within me. And what does a seed do whenever it's sown? It dies. It dies. That outer shell dies completely so that life may come forth, right? That's what he's talking about this morning. We have to die unto ourselves and daily say, Father God, because we won't ever get there. We're not going to be perfect, right? There was only one that was perfect. But the Bible does say that we can strive for perfection. And the Bible says that he can live in us. It is the mystery that Paul went around teaching and preaching about was the mystery, the mystery. Why was it a mystery? Because it had never been taught before. And what was that mystery? That Jesus came, that we may live just as he lived. And even greater things you'll do, Jesus said, because I go to the Father. And that was another thing that he said. He began to call God the Father. They were like, Father? Like, how dare you call him Father? He's a God. But that's what he opened up was a way for us to call him Daddy God, to call him a Father, an intimate Father, that as you're going every day trying to uh, till up that ground, Father, I can't do it. I'm not going to try and strive to do this thing. I need you to do it in me. The one thing he asks of us is surrender. Just to give him our tilled up ground, to give him all of our seeds, to give him even when that, that, that plant comes up and produces fruit, to even give that fruit unto him. Amen. So this morning, guys, we're just going to let the music play. If uh, you need prayer, come up, come up to the front. We're going to have our leaders up here able to pray with you. Uh, if this message ministered to your heart, you know, come up. Ask the Lord to just, hey, instill it within me. I know for me, many times I went to church, heard a message, walked out, and couldn't even tell you what was preached.
But God, help us to remember to honor the words that you release from this house, right? To bring honor into our hearts and honor into the world all around us. Intimacy is the key to Christ living in you, right? That's what Pastor Jeff said, and that's what he read in John 15. God, that that he would live in us just as he lived in the Father and the Father lived in him. Don't you want that? Don't you want him to live in you? Amen? I want him to live in me. So, guys, I'm just going to pray and release y'all. We love y'all. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning. I'm going to pray, but like I said, if you need any prayer, just come on up to the altar and we'll pray with you. But, Father God, we just ask this morning, God, that this message get deep down inside of our souls Get within our soil, God. Break up our fallow ground, God, and plant your seeds of love, your seeds of intimacy, God, so that we can tend our garden the way that you would have it be tended, God. Through you, Father. Through you, Father. Let us not strive, but let us thrive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We bless y'all. Y'all have a good week. Good week. Hey, one thing I forgot.